Hey, all right, all right, all right. You are listening to the Ken Hunnell Podcast. Uh, want to thank everyone for listening and uh, rating and reviewing and subscribing. Uh, really appreciate the feedback that I'm getting. Thanks again. I had had some really good feedback from uh, last week's episode. So just uh, just thank you so much for following along in this journey. It's this isn't a normal podcast. If this is your first time listening, this isn't a normal podcast. It's just, it's primarily the, uh, my journey as a business owner, as a new business owner. And it also has some personal elements into it and my personal growth and development, uh, things that I've learned from making a lot of mistakes, uh, things that I've learned from working with my mentor and things that I've learned from being a part of different groups and different, just uh, just reaching out to people to and ask for help, primarily. So uh, this is it's been right at a year. Uh, I I think a lot of you know, but I journal uh, just uh, one line a day. I, I learned about that from my pastor uh, Craig Rochelle, uh, talking about how he does a five-year journey journal so that he can look back on. Maybe things that he was struggling with a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. And I've been doing that for over a year now. And it's been great. And as I can look back, I can I can tell that uh, this time last year, I started, started this podcast, recorded my first podcast. So going on a year and uh, and it's 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 been good. I really enjoy it. It's not perfect. It's certainly not as polished as a lot of podcasts that I like to listen to. Uh, but we're getting there, and uh, and just again, just uh, kind of figuring it out. So, what's going on with me and with Enid Auto Body? Well, um, we we've switched our paint line to uh, De Beer, which is a uh, division or a brand of Sherwin Williams. And so, I'm very excited about the fact, and and I mentioned it last week that I am rejoining a uh, Sherwin-Williams 2 vision group that uh, is facilitated by Mike and Elena Satchery. They are just amazing people. They've taught me so much uh, in this business uh, on the, really on the, um, on the financial side, on the, on the number side, uh, many other things. Uh, they've also helped me to connect with some really great shop owners and operators around the country. So just very thankful for them and absolutely stoked to be back in that group. Yesterday, I had my uh, had met the group again. Some of them I already knew. They have a lot of really new, they have a lot of uh, new members and uh, some of them are really, uh, they're all great operators. Uh, there was one individual that I'm uh, stoked to get to know He's running um, um, eight million dollars a year through one location, which is I've, I've always wanted to see how some of these monster operations run. So pretty excited to get to know him and know how uh, how that runs because I've never been in anything that big. But um, some of the biggest shops that ran were what we were doing at um, uh, at all angles and and. We still had room to grow there, and uh, we weren't doing anywhere near that in one location. So uh, excited to hear how those great 
great big ones operate. Um, also, um, a couple of weeks ago, my uh, the episode was time to train. That has been just an amazing mind shift, thanks to my mentor uh, Larry Baker. He helped me to realize that. Well, first of all, I have I have a young admin crew, and for me to think that they're going to figure this stuff out, all the all the nuances of customer service and uh, dealing with adjusters and, and technicians and the repairability of a car and what can and can't be done and it's insane that I would think that someone should be able to figure that out in three or four months or six months or uh, it takes years and years and years to do that and that that shift has been huge and I have to remind myself of it I, I'm still an arrogant a-hole which is also a past episode and an awareness and I'm really trying hard to shift that and to be um, be more uh, focused on my team and how to get them better and 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 not that's uh that that even that was arrogant <laughs> uh, I'm focused on helping them in whatever whatever that way that may be helping them what what do they want what are they after what's their why and um, and it's it's tough. I've uh, been doing things the way I've been doing things for a long time. Got a lot of habits to break, but we're we're getting there. Uh, the other thing that I was um, really um, spent some time working on yesterday was electric vehicles are this are this. All the, I mean, that's the that's the the buzz right now in in the auto industry, um, and I've been really intimidated by them, and just because of the unknown, uh, hybrid cars really didn't catch on the way I think that they thought they would, and now that uh, really Tesla has just forced all the other manufacturers and, and not just Tesla but uh, the man, the um, government standards for uh, in 2025 the government standard mandates that the average uh, fuel economy of an entire line of vehicles has to be over 50 miles per gallon which means that uh, they vehicle manufacturers have to really get the, the, the better mileage cars their mileage better to offset the, the big trucks and different things like that, that that will drop that average. So they're all they're all really focused on it. Uh, GM has recently announced that all they're going to be completely electric uh, by 2020 uh, 2035, I think it is. And then um, uh, um, Honda recently announced a very similar timeline. So in my head, I've been like, oh man, I don't, what, what's that mean? What's that going to look like? And I watched a great uh, training video with Collision Hub. If you're in this industry, I'm sure you've heard of Collision Hub. They do some, they have some really good 
information, really good training classes, and they are just, uh, they are, they, they're top notch uh, from an education standpoint in the, in the collision repair business. And uh, they're currently doing their World's Fair. They may have wrapped it up yesterday. I, it's hard to watch some of that stuff during the day, so we'll try to catch up in the evening. But they had a great video a couple of days ago on electric vehicles. They're very informative, and it helped to help to put in perspective that for a collision repair facility, the electric vehicle is really just the it's the engine so that we work on the body we work on the exterior it's not as if anything it makes things simpler and we just have to make sure that we're doing the proper precautions to disable the battery to remove the battery if we're doing welding on the car to protect the protect that piece but not as not as complicated and not as scary as I thought it was going to be. So that was that was awesome. Um, right now at Enid Auto Body, one thing that we're struggling with and something that we are uh, very focused on correcting is our rework. Not rework from a customer standpoint, which is thank, I'm, I'm very thankful for, uh, internal rework. Missing stuff on the paperwork, not not reading the paperwork, um, uh, missing damage on uh, new panels, on um, on just just communicate. It's 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 a lot of communication, and uh, it's frustrating. And we're going to fix it. The, the best part is, it's not customers picking up their cars rework. It's internal rework, which we can control. We can control all of it. Uh, and so that's what we are focused on this week. Uh, well, we're always focused on it, but we're, it's, it's really gotten to a level that it's time to, uh, time to have a, coming to Jesus in a positive way for our uh, our group. We have a meeting once a week called, it's called a process meeting. We, I think that's what we first called it. I think other places call it a stand-up meeting or just a shop meeting to talk about what's working, what's not working, and what we can do to improve. And we're having the meeting every week, but no one no one is really saying anything. I'm saying things. Uh, Brittany is saying things, but the, the the team as a whole really isn't communicating their concerns or what they can be doing together. There's a little bit of discussion about equipment, and that's what that's what tends to happen. That's what I've seen happen at a lot of shops. I've been doing these meetings over multiple shops. I, when I was overseeing multiple shops, my goal was to be at that meeting at every shop. So that meeting rotated uh, between the shops. 
and so I tried my best, tried very hard to be at that meeting every week at each location. And what tends to happen is that only a little bit of things get discussed. The, the, the easy stuff gets discussed and the, um, the leader of the shop or the leader of the, um, maybe the most vocal technician will talk about a few little things, but it turns into, well, we need this piece of equipment or this thing isn't working properly or uh, we've got a light out, you know, we, we've got some maintenance stuff that needs to take care of, which is, it's things that need to be done and need to be addressed. Don't get me wrong. And, and I'm happy to report that we fix those things typically very quickly. There's a, I, I keep track of what's discussed in that meeting. And so there's an accountability for myself and who, whomever may have said they're going to take care of this project or that project, because every week we're going to recap what we talked about the week before, but until the team really starts to communicate with each other and hold each other accountable, it, it's just a, it's just a meeting. And, um, we're at that point right now that that meeting needs to be more than just a meeting. So I'm processing this morning on my way into the shop, how we can, solve that or fix that and get everyone talking how do i help understand shift the perspective and the mindset of the reworks cost me money as a business owner but they cost the team way more than they cost me the last the last labor that they're doing on repainting this or uh or painting it the first time because they didn't, they missed the damage and didn't paint it the first time or, um, the, uh, picking the wrong color or whatever the, whatever the rework is, is from a percentage standpoint, it costs them way more than it costs me. I don't, and I, and I don't, I don't even like, like that makes me feel weird saying them, versus me or um, it doesn't cost me as much as it costs you. I don't I don't like to say that. I don't even feel good saying it that way, but I don't know. I can't quite figure out. I'm still working on how to how to help get it into the technician's mind that it's it's way more costly to them. And it, it's probably I, I believe it is and I'm, I'm working this out as I'm saying it, but I, I believe it to be as much uh, I, the individuals and the individuals and how they communicate and what resonates with them because until they embrace that as their their uh, problem I, it's funny the length way how sensitive I am about uh, language things but uh, their problem I hate I don't like to say problem uh, their challenge as it, as it is their challenge, I don't know that everyone's concerned about it. And 
I believe it to be one person. And this one person I'm still trying to figure, I, I still can't completely figure out how to communicate with this one person. And it needs to be on an individual basis and I need to help understand that. But I think that the, I know as the leader, I need to have that conversation, that initial conversation. But I also know as a team, the team really grows when it's not just me being the one that's saying, hey, here's this issue. And hey, here, here's here's how I believe we can fix it. It's when, when the, when, when, when whomever says, hey, here's the issue, and then collectively as a team, we figure out how to solve it. So um, that's where we're at. Again, we have great things going on. Like we, we just, it, it was so fun yesterday with the presentation for the Sherwin-Williams two group because I had to uh, tell my story. I, I, I had to. I got the opportunity to tell my story, to tell about uh, how I got into this great industry, about some of the dumb mistakes I made when I was a kid uh, or as a young adult um, getting into this, getting just how I bounced around and different things I did to get into this industry. And then how much I've learned, how, how much this industry just uh, became my passion and how much I love this industry and then how that's led me to where I'm at now. How because uh, because of uh, meeting my wife has created this opportunity because of uh, prayer, lots of prayer about uh, leaving a really great job to start my own business to purchase uh, I didn't start it so I can't take credit for that but to uh, buy my own business and to just take that leap to drive two hours away from my home to to be at this shop um, four days a week to to have a great crew to invest in the crew to invest in the building and the equipment and continually upgrading things and and to see how uh, how successful last year was in comparison to, to the, what the business had done for the previous five years and to see where we're headed right now as a, as a shop and, and the momentum that we have and the growth that we're showing so far in 2021. Man, that was so fun. And I'm so thankful for the team that I have. I'm so thankful for the opportunity that I have. We have challenges. We have things that we got to work through. The awesome part is we're getting better every day. And these things that we need to work through, we get to work through together. So, um, man, I, I just, it, it's awesome. Uh, this podcast is, is random. And the, my thoughts, the way that things come out of my face and the way that they are portrayed are a little bit all over the place. I hope you can follow along. I do appreciate you listening. I would love your feedback. Love to know what's uh, what you'd like to know uh, more about. If there's something that I can do to help you, please reach out. Go to my website, kenhuddle.com. You can send me an email. Um, you can you can catch all all my stuff there. I do have a podcast coming up with uh, Curtis Tucker. It'll be on his podcast, I, I believe, next week. We'll kind of see how his schedule irons out. He's 
very busy local media guy here in Enid and that I've connected with. And so that, uh, that'll be a good uh, podcast coming up too. So anyway, uh, just, uh, just thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Uh, let's, let's, let's go get it.